Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment. And if you love what you're hearing, and I know you love what you're hearing, please consider becoming a KQED member. Get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. From KQED. Hello, you're listening to Bay Curious. I'm Katrina Schwartz. We get a lot of questions here at Bay Curious about why things are named the way they are especially streets. For example, are there alleys in San Francisco's South of Market neighborhood named for Gold Rush era prostitutes? When it comes to names, there are intriguing myths, fascinating theories, and of course, history. Soon, we'll be answering a bunch of your naming questions in our newsletter. Did you even know Bay Curious has a newsletter? Well, we do. It's full of fun Bay Area facts, cool photos, and more answers to your questions. You can sign up at baycurious.org slash newsletter, or look for a link in our show notes. Okay, on to this week's show. Speaking of street names, today we've got a story for you that first aired in 2017. Stay with us for black cats, moving houses, and secrets. All that coming up. Support for Bay Curious comes from Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Committed to brewing things the right way since 1980, because when you're a family-run brewery, there's no other way to do it. Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Still family-owned, operated, and argued over. And be sure to stay tuned through the end of the show so you can play our monthly trivia game for a chance to win some cool prizes. Hey there, this is Brittany Luce from NPR's It's Been a Minute. KQED's podcasts like The Bay, Bay Curious, Mind Shift, Right Nowish, and more all tell the stories of the Bay and beyond with reliable, human-centered journalism. They aim to inspire, make you think, entertain, and expand your understanding of the place you call home. Here's how you can support podcasting at KQED. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED Podcast too at donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. We sent reporter Jessica Placek down to Cupertino to meet our question askers. Hi, my name's Pete Caravallo. Hi, I'm Sarah Caravallo-Khan. The two of them took me on a walk around their neighborhood. It was the golden hour, birds were chirping, and a car alarm was blaring. Yeah, well, if we walk up a little bit, just up the street. They go on this walk a lot, and on it, they've become fascinated with a very particular street. Uh, We're right near a place called Hoo Hoo Way. That's H-O-O-H-O-O, Hoo Hoo, which brings us to this week's subject. What is a Hoo Hoo? And why is it in Cupertino? The Caravallos, they have a guess. I don't know. Maybe it was a brothel or something. I I have no idea. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Some people might think a hoo-hoo is a kind of dessert. Others might have minds that wander towards another word for, well, a woman's anatomy. I had to do a little bit of digging to find out what this hoo-hoo refers to, but you wouldn't believe what I discovered. Turns out the question is not what is a hoo-hoo, but who are the hoo-hoo. 
fraternity of lumbermen. And when I say fraternity, I mean a fraternity like the Masons or the Elks, not like college. I met the Hoo at the Club Pheasant restaurant out in Sacramento. It's an old school place with low ceilings, carpets, and Italian comfort food. About 50 hoo-hoos came for the new member initiation ceremony. They call it a concatenation. There's a lot of tests they have to go through. Really? Yeah, they might not all make it. <laughs> so I should say goodbye. This is Tom Von Moose. He's walking into the restaurant bar, holding a stuffed black cat and followed by a dozen new initiates, who the hoo-hoo call kittens. I'm going to take care of my kittens. Tequila? The kittens were getting plied with boots and hyped for the concatenation. You're lucky you didn't get initiated in 87. After a few drinks, another hoo-hoo whispers to me that the hazing just isn't what it used to be. Yeah, we're going to all march in the room here in a little bit. We'll be ready. So as the kittens prepared to go into the wood-paneled back room, I was stopped. I'd have to wait in the restaurant bar. The concatenation is for hoo-hoo eyes only. I have no idea what happened back there, but there were muffled cheers, and I assume they did something embarrassing with the stuffed cat. Now, let me take you to their leader. Okay, my name is Robin Roos Beckett. I'm Snark of the Universe. Which means she's the leader of over 1,600 hoo-hoos across the globe. The hoo-hoo welcome anyone affiliated with or interested in logging, which means they welcome everyone from lumberjacks to lumber barons to architects to logging journalists. It's all about goodwill and fellowship. It's all about uh, relationship building, community service, networking. After tonight's concatenation, Robin is heading to a hoo-hoo crab boil in Mendocino as part of her West Coast tour. I reign from a Detroit, Michigan area where I served as president of the Detroit Club for, golly, 11 years now. That particular club has a tradition of giving visiting leaders a hubcap as a gift. The founders uh, wanted to make a club that was anything but conventional. Take, for example, the robes they wear. Pictures of early hoo-hoos show them wearing little pointy hats and long draping robes with a big black cat on the chest. While I can't see inside the ceremony, I can ask Robin. Has the outfit changed? No. If it weren't for the cat, you'd think they look like wizards at Hogwarts. Can you also tell me what's the origin of hoo-hoo, that word? One of the founders had a good friend that had a tuft of hair that he would oil and twist and it would stand up on his head, and he coined it a hoo-hoo. And that was the first time it was used? Correct. The early hoo-hoo used the term for anything that was slightly out of the ordinary. An odd hat was a hoo-hoo, a good poker hand, a hoo-hoo, and a chicken wearing pants, they would have definitely called that a hoo-hoo. It is so fun. Okay, so now we know who the hoo-hoo are, but the Caravallos have another question. 
Why is this street called Hoo Hoo near our house? Was it doing Cupertino? Okay, to answer that, we need to go back to the early days of the Hoo Hoo, to the Panama Pacific International Exposition, also called the 1915 World's Fair. And then after an army of architects, artists, and engineers had dreamed their best dreams and had brought them to life, it was ready. In those days, if you couldn't afford to travel, the World's Fair brought all the wonders of the world to one place. This fair took place in San Francisco, at the heart of a thriving lumber industry. We must unlock the wealth of America. Give us lumber for the monumental task of bridging the continent. Clear the land for farms. In the 10 years leading up to the fair, San Francisco built over 28,000 buildings, employing an army of loggers and millers. Timber was king on the West Coast. This is Laura Ackley, author of San Francisco's Jewel City, the Panama Pacific International Exposition of 1915. As heavy hitters of that time and place, the Hoo wanted to be represented at the fair. The House of Hoo was the only building constructed by a fraternal organization on the entire 635-acre exposition grounds. And the building was grand. It was designed by Bernard Maybeck. Now most famous for designing the Palace of Fine Arts. The Hoo Hoo House showcased Western lumber inside and out. Maybeck used huge tree trunks as columns for the front so that it looked like a forest. And inside? It also had rooms that each showed off a different type of wood. You had things like a ladies retiring room or a men's room where you could have the daily newspapers and sit and be quiet. They also had a great hall for dancing and celebrations. So during the fair, the House of Hoo was rockin'. But all good things have to come to an end. And then, in December 1915, the last lights of the Phantom City flickered out. Though most of the buildings were taken down, never to be seen again, the House of Hoo was saved. Not by a hoo-hoo, but just some rich guy who bought it. He had the building disassembled, put on a barge, and sent down the peninsula. And the House of Hoo was taken to Monte Vista, which is now part of Cupertino. Cupertino, where our question askers live. So the building was supposed to be a community center, but it ended up being a roadhouse, a kind of tavern with a bunch of dance floors, would have been called unsavory. And the new owner kept all the hoo-hoo names and symbols, like the huge black cat above the doorway, annoying the hoo-hoo. But soon, that wouldn't matter. In 1926, the house of hoo-hoo caught fire and burned to the ground. It was said that it was perhaps due to defective wiring, but we will never know. Was there foul play? Who knows? Anyway, by that time, the hill that the House of Hoo sat on top of was being called Hoo Hill, and even got a street named after the house, Hoo Way. That was reporter Jessica Placzek. Now, there's a twist to this story. Hoo-hoo Way no longer exists. Pretty soon after the Caravallos asked this question, a new sign replaced the one that caught their eye. Now, that street is called Carmen Road. I know, 
way less fun. A few more updates. Robin Beckett is no longer the snark of the universe. She stepped back from the role in 2018. Also, Who Who membership has declined slightly to around 1,500 worldwide. For more stories behind the streets we see every day, sign up for the Bay Curious newsletter. It only comes once a month, so it won't clog your inbox, promise. Bay Curious is made by Susie Racho, Katie McMurrin, and me, Katrina Schwartz. Our show is produced at member-supported KQED in San Francisco. See you next week. Hi, Bay Curious listeners. Are you ready to play May's trivia game? Every month, we read a question here at the end of our episode. You can give us your answers over at our website, kqed.org slash baycurious, or just click the link in the episode description. Out of the correct answers, we'll randomly choose one lucky winner to receive a cool prize package with Bay Curious swag and Sierra Nevada goodies. Okay, our question for the month is, the world's longest-running pillow-fighting contest was held from 1966 to 2006 in what Bay Area town? Our trivia quiz is made possible by Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Good luck! Hi there, I'm Randa Fattah from ThruLine. If you're listening to this podcast, you know that KQED produces exceptional storytelling that keeps you informed, inspired, and entertained. Their podcasts cover issues from your neighborhood to the entire country and everything in between. Support this work today. You can help us continue to bring quality podcasts to your ears. Just head to donate.kqed.org slash podcast. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcast. 